It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Andrew Kahn. I'm Ryan Zoof. And I'm Aaron McMahon. And these are some of the Michigan Wolverines headlines from MLive.com this week. Please listen to our full podcast episodes as well, where we have unscripted, in-depth conversations about the Wolverines. On to the headlines. The big house can have a big turnout once again. The state of Michigan announced on Thursday that COVID-19 restrictions are about to change. Outdoor capacity limits will be removed on June 1st. By July 1st, all broad COVID restrictions will be lifted. In light of that announcement, the Michigan Athletic Department made its own. We're back, a press release declared, exclamation point and all. This guidance from the state of Michigan clears the path for Michigan Athletics events to return to full capacity beginning with the fall competition, read the release. Michigan President Mark Schlissel, speaking at a Board of Regents meeting earlier that day, said the key to Michigan Stadium and other campus venues having packed stands is that people continue to get vaccinated. Said Schlissel, it's the surest way forward and the safest way forward. Chris Webber's wait for the Basketball Hall of Fame is over. The former Michigan and Detroit Country Day star was announced as a member of the 2021 class on Sunday. The class will be officially inducted in September. Just a few weeks ago, Weber, who has been eligible for the Hall of Fame since 2013, told Yahoo Sports NBA reporter Vincent Goodwill that not being elected does bother him. Weber had a long, storied basketball career, which ended in 2008 after 15 seasons in the NBA. It didn't take him long to start racking up prominent accolades. He won three state championships at Country Day and earned Michigan's Mr. Basketball Award and the National High School Player of the Year Award in 1991. His career continued to ascend at Michigan, where he was a key member of the famed Fab Five, along with Jalen Rose, Jawan Howard, Jimmy King, and Ray Jackson. The Power Forward's NBA career spanned from 1993 to 2008 and included five All-Star teams and five All-NBA teams. Another member of the Michigan football team is eyeing a departure. Gage Garcia, a running back and member of the Wolverines 2020 recruiting class, entered his name into the NCAA's transfer portal this week. The team spokesman confirmed to Live. Garcia did not play a snap last fall his freshman season after enrolling at Michigan last summer. The 5'10", 205-pound Pennsylvania native was part of a crowded running back room that saw four players earn carries last fall. Earlier this month, Head coach Jim Harbaugh said redshirt junior Hassan Haskins and sophomore Blake Corwin received most of the reps at running back during the 2021 season. Garcia was a three-star prospect from Catawissa, Pennsylvania, who was lightly recruited by football bowl subdivision schools. He is the 15th Michigan football player to enter the portal since the 2020 season concluded. In other transfer news, linebacker William Mohan, who entered the transfer portal in April, committed to the University of Tennessee on Thursday. Mohan joins former Michigan teammate Joe Milton in Knoxville. 
Nearly 48 hours after the NCAA softball selection show, Michigan head coach Carol Hutchinson's bitterness toward the selection committee has subsided. Hutchinson said Sunday night that she felt her team was disrespected by the committee by not getting to host a regional. Instead, the 18th-ranked Wolverines will travel to Seattle, where Washington is the host school. After practice Tuesday, Hutchinson said the team has redirected its focus on its first opponent, which is Seattle. First pitch is scheduled for 8 p.m. Friday. But Michigan isn't the only team that felt snubbed by the committee. Washington, which is ranked number five in the final USA Today coaches poll, received the number 16 overall seed. At this point, we're here to play, Hutchins said. I had a few sentences to say on Sunday night and on Monday, but at this point, it doesn't matter anymore. This is what we got. I teach my kids every day that life isn't fair. And whether we think it's fair or not, somebody thinks it's fair. And we have an opponent who feels disrespected also, so they're going to be on fire with everybody they meet. We can't control any of that. We just need to play good softball. That's my approach at this point. I like my kids. I think they've moved on. They're a very resilient group. The traditional early afternoon kickoff for the game will continue this November. The Michigan-Ohio State football game, scheduled for November 27th in Ann Arbor, has been assigned a noon Eastern time kickoff slot and will be televised by Fox, the network announced on Friday. The game will be the focus of Fox's weekly Big Noon Kickoff show, launched in 2019 to rival ESPN's popular Saturday morning college football tailgate show, College Game Day. The 12 p.m. Eastern time kickoff for Michigan-Ohio State is one that's become tradition. Since 1990, only four meetings started at a time later than noon. Just one of those games started later than 3 p.m. Also this week, Michigan's high-profile non-conference game against the University of Washington, set for air on ABC on September 11th, was given a 7.30 p.m. Eastern time kickoff. For these stories and more, please visit mlive.com slash wolverines.